0: the power of their data. to Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 3-2, and Pedroia
1: hits it on the ground right at Altuve, second baseman up with it, throws to first, and that is the ball game, and that is the division series. The Houston Astros are going to the American League Championship Series. They beat the Boston Red Sox 5-4 and win the series three games to one. A celebration at Fenway, right behind the pitcher's mound.
0: Now, another Astros podcast. Most pitches Giles has thrown
1: in a game this year. About to deliver number 37. 1-2. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on a slider. And that is the ball game. The Houston Astros take game one of the American League Championship Series, defeating the New York Yankees by a final of 2-1. to one.
2: Boy, a lot of great things in this ball game. It was electric the whole way. The fans deserve a lot of credit for this. When Keuchel deserves a massive amount of credit, 10 punchouts and seven shutout innings. Altuve with half of the Astros' hits. What's new? <laughs> What's
1: new? Astros still undefeated at Minute Maid Park in the 2017 postseason. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros manager A.J. Hinch. Good start to the ALCS with a 2-1 to win over the Yankees and Dallas Keuchel. Just just another great performance for him. Seven shutout innings. Strikes out 10. And, uh, seemed like just from the very beginning on the attack and and had really good stuff
3: he did his ball was moving all over the place he he controlled contact on the ground he got a lot of strikeouts um was at or near the top of his game and that when he's in control like that we have complete confidence that we're going to control the game we get a couple run lead which feels like a huge lead when Dallas Keuchel's pitching and and uh and came away with a nice win in game one I know you've gotten this question
1: a million times, but what is it about the Yankees that seems to bring out the best in, in Dallas Keuchel? Is there anything you can put your finger on?
3: Well, you know, in, in some ways over the years, they've had some really good left-handed hitters and they have to stay in the lineup. That's one part. Uh, the second is I, I think regardless of us all feeling like we're on the same playing surface, you know, the Yankee brand, the Yankee name, the when you're playing New York Yankees, you you do sit up straight a little bit and you do prepare Uh, a touch more you do focus a little bit more and uh, maybe that has something to do with it and the timing of the year when we've played them has been huge uh, and he's come up big but he matches up extraordinarily well with anybody in the league when he's like he was last night Uh, Masahiro Tanaka was pretty good too you're able to get to him in the fourth inning a little bit
1: and didn't take much I mean Altuve the infield hit steals a base that that really seemed to be the
3: catalyst for that inning yeah, we needed to create some runs. You know, rarely does this offense get held to five or six singles, and 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 obviously Altuve's stolen base was good, and we had to create an opportunity, come up with a couple big hits. Uh, Correa's big single, and then and then Yuli gets a two out single, and we we end up up two nothing. Um, so sometimes we we homer, sometimes we have to piece some hits together, and and more times than not we've been coming through big. And then the quality of the momentum
1: that the Yankees had in the fifth inning, very next inning.
2: So you don't want to just challenge Judge here, obviously. One of the most prolific power hitters in baseball at this stage. Struck him out on a slider his last time. Lately, he's been weak on fastballs, especially late in the count. A 167 hitter on fastballs. Late. But I don't know if you want to take a chance. Unless it's a ball, see if he'll chase. 3
1: 2. And Judge lines this over the leap of Correa and in the left field. Around third and coming home is Bird. The throw to the plate by Gonzalez on one hop. The tag by McCann. Bird is out. Inning over.
2: The accuracy of an infielder with a quick release, a two-hand tag by McCann, perfect execution. You can't do it any better.
1: Marwin Gonzalez with the with the big outfield assist that, that really seemed to, to turn the game around.
3: Yeah, he's such a good player, and I'm glad the national uh, scene is going to see him a little bit more, uh, what he brings to this team. The the versatility that he brings is one thing, but, but really just being above average at all these positions makes him... You know, one of the more elite players in our game. So I, uh, I was proud of his of his effort. He came up and threw a, an absolute bullet to home. McCann hangs in there for the tag, and 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 the crowd explodes. And we went from from them maybe making it a little bit more interesting to us still maintaining our lead. I mean, it's something no one's really talked about, but
1: I mean, Marvin Gonzalez has started every playoff game in left field. I mean, of the six positions he plays, that may be the the lesser lesser of his positions, but you wouldn't know it by by what he's done out there.
3: No, it's you know, I think that's that's exactly the point. That's the the the, the place he's least comfortable, but he's come up with some really big plays. He did a division series when he threw a guy out from left field as well. So um, he's he's a really gifted defender at, at a lot of different positions. He's prepared. He's he's comfortable now. I think at every position, but. Um, it is ironic that a, a guy who can play six positions, that, that if you rank them at his comfort level, it's six, but yet he still came up with the biggest play.
1: Justin Verlander against Luis Severino today. You've seen Severino before, have had a little bit of success against him. What, what's the key against Severino?
3: Uh, you got to get to him early and make him throw strikes. You know, he'll, he'll, he will he'll can be a little erratic. He's got power stuff throughout, uh, can, can, can really attack the strike zone. He gets some swing and misses on change-ups against lefties and sliders against righties. Um, But it it all is off of his fastball that registers in the upper 90s. So uh, we'll be in attack mode inside the strike zone if, if we maintain that discipline and he creates a few innings for us and we come up with a big hit. We should be fun. AJ Hinch, thanks for joining us.
1: As we go down to the Astros dugout, we're joined now by Marwin Gonzalez. Marwin, you played a big part in this game. Even though you didn't get a hit, you got the outfield assist in the fifth inning throwing out Greg Burr, trying to score on the on the base hit by Aaron Judge. Take us back through that play and just kind of what was going through your mind as, as that play unfolded.
4: Well, uh, I, I knew who was running on, uh, on second. Um, he's, he's not the fastest guy on, the, on, on their team. And uh, I went I went and, uh, and get the ball as soon as I, I, I cooled, the fastest I cool and then I tried to, to get it at home play.
2: And, Mauro, it was so accurate, and it had to be accurate. It was a bang-bang play at the plate a perfect one hopper to mccann who held onto the ball with both hands to secure that how excited were you and everybody else when that play was made
4: well it was it was a it was a great moment like uh stop, stop the, their momentum uh Gary was on deck which he's one of the best hitter on, on that team. yeah we, we we stopped it and uh, i mean it was a it was an unbelievable moment and, uh, and great for for dallas to to get back on the game hey how
1: uh how much fun was it playing behind Dallas Keuchel tonight? You usually have a, a closer view. You're out in the outfield tonight, but but it seemed like he was on top of his game.
4: I mean, like he's he's, he's, he's one of our, our best uh, pitcher. Uh, sure. I would say, uh, him and uh, Berlander. Every time he every time he he, he gets the ball, is like it's, it's good to watch him. Um, uh, he always uh, uh like do good against the Yankees, and we were we were hoping to do the same thing today, and, and he did. it. Well, Marwin, Ken Giles got the
2: save today. I think it's safe to say that you deserve a save, too. Man, great play out in the outfield.
1: Uh, a real game changer. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Marwin. Marwin Gonzalez joining us down from the Astros dugout. We'll be back with the Chick-fil-A Houston postgame show. Astros win it 2-1 to over the Yankees.
2: Welcome back to Astros, everybody, before game two of the American League Championship Series against the New York Yankees. And I've got Josh Reddick. I want to go back real quick. To the division series. That at that bat you had to put the Astros on top and you guys clinched it. Do you think you could have an at bat like that in April against Craig
5: Kimbrell? Personally, I'd like to hope so. I hope yeah. that, hopefully I'm locked in. You know, these playoff atmospheres are a lot more locked in than, than you can imagine, so I can't say that I would or I wouldn't. I try not to take any bat for granted, whether it's in, in April or October. But yeah, I mean, it's just a whole different level of, of being ready and being locked in. And you know, I faced Craig, I think, three times prior to that. I feel like I've always been on a lot of his pitches. Yeah. Um, one thing I think I had going for I haven't struck out against him before, so that's that's a positive for me. That's a win. So, um, but yeah, I mean, just the he, intensity, of you know, Josh. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's the closer for a reason. He's at home. He's fired up. Throwing a hundred. Um, you know, I'm in there against a the former team, so it's just a lot of factors playing into it. So you just you just got to find your your place where you can put all that stuff aside and focus on the at-bat. But I, I don't know if I could have one like that in April like, with, with that kind of laser focus.
2: Hey, back-to-back years for you to get to the championship series anyway. You were with the Dodgers last year. You guys did not play well. Mm-hmm. This team, This team seems like they're locked and loaded to be competitive every single game no matter what
5: it does yeah you know there's this thing with the with the Dodgers last year we ran into a hot Cubs team um and our our lineup just faltered in game you know what I think game five and game six we just we couldn't keep up with them they just kept pounding and pounding and you know their pitching staff did a good job of shutting us down I think it was Hendricks that threw game six that day that shut us out so it was uh pretty impressive on their part but you know that's last year you put that behind you and this is a different team for me a different league, and. Um, you know, I feel in my heart a lot better team than what I was on last year. So it's uh, pretty special with what we've seen these guys do. You know, we've been talking about how special it is all year, but day in and day out, these guys go out there and prove why you know we, we are one of the best teams in the league.
2: What's special about this lineup? We always talk about the length of the lineup, the quality of at-bats. In your mind, what, what makes this tough for any pitcher to navigate?
5: I think you know, the depth is obviously number one. It's yeah. got to be key. I mean, you got a guy like Brian McCann hitting ninth who's hitting the middle <laughs> of, his, <laughs> the, the order of his whole career. Guriel's hitting eighth and getting yeah. nine hits a series. So, <laughs> you, you know, you got to be kept age. He's found the winning solution on the lineup. You, know, you can have those guys down there. If you know, you never know. You move those guys into the five and six hole. It could yep. change the whole chemistry of the lineup. So he's got a good idea of what we're doing up there. But... Yeah, I mean, it's um, the, the depth is one thing, but you just you, 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 the strikeouts aren't, aren't very high. We seem to just put the ball in play. Yeah. We have great at-bats. We stood at the long ball, so I think that's what's impressive is that we're swinging at good pitches when we need to, and you know we're laying off the stuff and we don't have to do it. So I think that's just a combination of everything that we can put together, and we've been doing it well all year.
2: Is it is the idea for you guys to kind of let it loose when you get your pitch early in the count and then tighten things up when it gets to two strikes? Because you
5: guys are able to spit
2: on so many close pitches late.
5: I think so. I think it's just you know this, this team's so good at pitch recognition and yeah. kind of having a good predictability of what people are going to throw in certain situations. We know if we're getting to you know the Altuve, Correa, Marwin Gonzalez com- combo that there's you know, those guys on base. You're probably going to get a lot of off speed, you're not going to too many heaters. So yeah. and then for, for you know somebody like George leading off. The guy who got a lot of off-speed pitches in the first pitch of the game, they're obviously not going to give him a whole lot of fastballs. So for me to be plugged in there, I feel like I get a, a good share of fastballs, so I'm not really that upset about that. It, it's just a lot of dangerous things in this lineup to where we can swing at good pitches and we make things happen.
2: Not to look too far ahead, but how pumped are you that you're going to be here for a few more years?
5: Very exciting. And you know, in, in your first year of your contract, you can only – guess and hope what you can do, and and what we've done is is just pretty spectacular to be a part of something like this. For the next three years, I mean, this is a team that's going to be, you know, a dormitory. We're going to have not too many people moving in and out. We're going to have, you know, a lot of our core here for the next few years, and, you know, with the piece we picked up in JV, we're going to have him a few more years, so it just goes to show you how special this team really is going to be for a while.
2: Do the Georgia Bulldogs have a chance to run the table?
5: They do. They have a really good chance of being a real big threat to Alabama and uh, making that college football playoff. Hopefully we get to a national championship and I can, uh, you know, go enjoy that national title after a world series ring is that is that
2: your gig i mean in the off season you like to go to a lot of the georgia games and, and hang out with your bulldogs on the off days
5: i i try to get up there for one one game a year you know yeah. that i go up there for the weekend and do the whole tailgating thing out of the rv so yeah. I, I like to be kind of the, the hardcore fan about it but how about college game day you got to be on the list bro. I, I mean i hope so i gave him a shout out the other day on an intentional talk about getting curb 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 street course to get me on there so hopefully they heard that shout out but you know, I'll be happy just going and, and being able to experience something like that, SEC Championship game and the National title. I feel like that would be a fun thing to do because you never know when Georgia's is going to get in it again. All right, Josh, thanks for the time. Tear him up today. Yep, thank you. Uh, hey, Brian, last
6: night, Marwin has a great game. Has a baby back in the lineup today. What do yeah. you think about all that? I think it's amazing. Um, I think it's three, it was three weeks overdue, I think. So uh, to, for him to have the game he had last night, get, get a chance to have uh, – have his babies, and be back in the lineup is, uh, is awesome.
1: You're in the third row.
6: Hey, Brian. Uh, nice socks. I Thank wanted you. to uh, ask about Verlander.
3: Now that you know, you've caught the guy, what is it that he does specifically that is different, that is rarer, that is more difficult for other pitchers to do?
6: Um, it's a combination of his stuff, location, um, studying hitters, being able to execute a game plan. And uh, he does that about as, as good as anybody.
1: Uh, Ken in the center. Mac, uh, were you surprised – I'm sorry, first of all, did you, were you confident that, you, that Bird was out uh, on the play at the plate and were you surprised that they asked for the, the replay? I, I knew I tagged him, but
6: he, when, in a play like that, you really don't know where you're at. So I was just hoping that um, I got him in front, of the, in front of the base and once they showed it on the Jumbotron, I knew he was out.
1: Yeah, uh, Brian, tell me a little bit about Kenny Giles' uh, slider. What makes that pitch so difficult for hitters to pick up, and, and how effective uh, is that?
6: It's not your traditional slider. It's one of those ones that it drops. It doesn't go east to west. It kind of just falls, you know, 12 6. Um, and it comes out of the same arm, spot, arm slot as this fastball. Those 90, close to 100 miles an hour, and uh, the slider's around 90. so um, it's, it's it's a tough pitch to it's a tough pitch to lay off, and it's a tough pitch to hit. To You're right, Brian,
1: Brian. Considering their different styles, catching Keiko, Verlander, but back to back days, is there any certain challenge for a, a catcher um, to try to you know switch gears and go between those two guys?
6: No, because they both. Uh, I think it's great to have one guy that's left handed that sinks and cuts it, another guy that's ninety five to one hundred four seam. And, uh, you know, they both know what they're doing. So it's just about executing a game plan and keeping hitters off balance. In the center, billion.
1: Going back to a year ago in in July when the Yankees, you know, traded a bunch of guys and and then they brought up Gary to be in the lineup. What was that like for you? Because I would imagine it's the first time, you know, in your career, maybe uh, your entire playing baseball where, um, you know, you were either – explicitly told or it was implied that you know you weren't going to be the everyday guy
6: um you know with Gary coming up and doing what he did I mean there's no argument he we sold off a bunch of pieces and we got better and he was a big reason for it um what he's been able to do his first year and a half in the big leagues has been remarkable um he's on a historic pace I mean there's there hasn't been a catcher that's come into the league that's hit the way he's hit to start a career. So um, <clears throat> I'm a huge fan of Gary. I think, uh, you know, I, I told him in Anaheim, I don't know when it was, but I said, I, I want to look up in 10, 15 years, and I don't want you to, to continue this success, continue on the grind, because there's not many guys that are willing to put the gear on that can swing the bat like he can.
3: Do you right Brian? Jerry? Yeah, hey, Brian. Um, AJ or Kenny probably can answer this better, but he threw 37 pitches last night. Knowing him and the kind of pitcher he is, uh, how do you think he bounces back today? Do you think he's a guy who'll go in and say he can give him an inning? A
6: hundred percent. But at the same time, I, we, we got a lot of options down there, a lot of quality arms that um, can get the job done. So, depending on how he feels um, this morning, he, he, he's a he's a gamer, he's a competitor. But I'm sure they'll assess that today. And um, but I, knowing him, I know he'll be he'll be ready to go.
1: In the center, Mark.
6: There was a lot of confusion and speculation about Verlander coming here. How did you follow it, and how did you find out that you guys got him? Um, Alex Cora called me, shot me a text, and uh, he, said, he sent me a text that said, "Game on," you know. So it was like um, huge pickup for us. And then you get him in the mix, and you see him go about it, and it's even bigger pickup because he's a, he's one of those guys that makes everyone around him better just by his presence, by his preparation. Um, and he, he's one of the best competitors that you're going to be around. You just told us the other day that uh, CC is, like, one of your closest friends. You described, you know, how,
2: how you guys connected and, and what your relationship is like.
6: Um, you know, both of us have been around for a long time, and I just admire guys that, that, do, that can play this game for a long time because it's not easy. Once it becomes you wake up and you're sore every day, and um, I don't know if there's many guys that would be pitching through, you know the the pain that cc pitches through so i think just the the you know i admire him you know he he's a guy that he's one of the best pitchers of our generation um in my opinion i think he, he he's a hall of famer and he's a big game pitcher and when you're around him and you see him in the clubhouse it's just it's just impressive his presence is, is enormous in the third row uh what do you think
3: would be the best role and use for Lance McCullers. And then separately, um, do you think, given his light workload at the end of the season, he would be capable of starting a game in this series?
6: 100%. Lance is, you know, he was an all-star this year, and and he was, uh, if he didn't get hurt, I mean, he was out for two months, but uh, he was one of the best pitchers, most dominant guys in baseball for for the first half. So, he's getting healthy. I loved what I saw in, in Boston. And, you know, that decision is not up to me. Um, I just know that he, he wants the ball. He's a competitor. And, uh, you know, so that, uh, it's not my call. But Lance is a, is a guy that we all feel comfortable uh, getting the ball.
3: you right Brian Sweeney. Mac, I wonder if you, going back to Sanchez, if you can kind of relate to or remember back to when you were a young catcher, relied on for your bat and having to learn veteran pitchers and some of the struggles that, gary went through defensively this year can you
6: well first off i there the the yankee staff is is not easy to catch um catching tanaka's split when he throws it for strikes and then he buries one it's a 90 mile hour split and until you get back there and you you see it firsthand it's hard to say man you should have got down there and blocked it or or you should have picked it because it's 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 a hard pitch to because he throws it for strikes and he'll bury one so it's uh I had challenges as well catching them. And I think the bullpen's really tough to catch. But yeah, coming in the league as a young guy, being able to swing the bat, um, you know, I, I look at it the other way. I think he's done an amazing job behind the plate. It's not, it, this isn't easy, you know, and uh, putting the gear on every day, learning hitters' tendencies, weaknesses, do, you know, studying, it, it's, it's hard. And especially hard in New York. And uh, I think he's, Done exceptionally well. In the center, Billy. Yeah, can
1: can you just describe? I guess maybe your feelings going into the off season. I'm sure you felt like you still had a lot to to give to the game and and uh, your abilities. Uh, and also, did you kind of look, you know, look around at other teams and how many how many teams were out there that you know kind of were, would give you an opportunity to be an everyday catcher, but also contend for a championship? When the season ended, I kind of assessed
6: where I was and what I wanted to do going forward. And I just – I wasn't ready to catch once a week and I wasn't ready to DH against right-handed pitching. I mean, I didn't think I was there in my career. Um, I, like you said, I felt like I had some, some – a lot a lot of good games behind the plate um, going forward. So I looked around and, you know, this, this was the first team that uh, came to my mind because I knew they needed a catcher. I knew this, the talent they had in the clubhouse playing against them, and uh, it was just a perfect fit. They they called as soon as the season was over. I talked to Cash quite a bit during that process, and, um, you know, it was really between coming here or going to Atlanta, you know, and I, I'm very thankful this this all worked out the way it did, and it worked out for both sides. I mean, Gary's... Um, one of the better catchers in baseball. I got a chance to come here. Um, we're sitting here in the, the ALCS, and we're competing. So I think it worked out. We'll take two more. Mark and Tyler.
5: Brian, what did you think of the environment, the atmosphere last night, start to finish? in the it, building? it
6: was incredible. The, the, the loudest I've ever heard of stadium was in 2005 when Lance Berkman hit the Grand Slam um, against us in Game 4. And... Uh, I just remember standing there at home plate, and my, my ears were shaking and ringing. And um, so last night was, was incredible. The, the crowd was in it from pitch one. And, uh, you know, we feel very confident at home playing in front of these fans. We'll take a last one from Tyler.
1: Right, a couple the Yankees and and you guys rank near the bottom in terms of <clears> pitches that are you know in terms of fastball percentage. Um, you guys have a lot of pitchers who can throw a lot of things. With velocity up, why does it make sense sometimes to not throw maybe a higher a high percentage of fastballs these days? Um, I think
6: the game dictates what you do. I mean, I think who you're catching has dictates what you do. Um, you know, whoever you have on your staff, you know, you look at that as a whole, and that's going to dictate kind of what you do so i i don't know if it it's necessarily you know the way we call games or the pitching staff we have this has been a production
0: and whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before well they're getting to their feet now of the houston astros this place is rocking right now radio network